This is like a whole new redesign. This is the first I've been on in two months. Gallery. What does that do? Wait, you're on Skype? Yeah. Yeah, what's all this... Uh, let's see. I still can't find the contacts. I was just able... I called you back by... I accidentally hung up on you. <laughs> Oh, there's contacts. Oh, it's way over here now. Oh, that's strange. <laughs> nice. Hey, what's Cortana have to do with this now? Cortana, hi there. While you're chatting with me and others, I can offer suggestions and ideas. <laughs> <laughs> you got a helper now? What is going on here? I don't know if mine is as updated as yours is. I'm shocked that it uh, didn't ask me for my password and tell me that you know, your password's incorrect. Please type in yeah, your password. I got lucky, too. It just said sign in. I was like, yeah. <laughs> All right. That's yeah, the real reason why we haven't been recording is because we can't get into Skype. Ever. <laughs> it's just luck. Like, it, if it happens, it happens. I have, like, ten accounts out there. <laughs> I create a new one every time we do a show. It's crazy. Yeah, it, it is a little rough. <clears throat> your password can't be the same as your old password. Damn it. Yeah, yeah, every single time. <laughs> is that you blowing up? Yeah. Everybody's like, happy birthday <laughs> to me. You're like, oh, I didn't even uh, What's going on? know. Is, is Allison on the clock? Uh, yeah. Why is she laughing then? She's on the phone. Can't be laughing and working. She's uh, she's talking to a distributor. <laughs> Sounds it. You know how you had to do that. I closed deals. That's what I did. You're a deal closer. Ernie called me in when he needed to close it out. I don't really know... Um, how you did any of that? Like, I mean, there's nobody like works like that. Ever since we've been doing business with any distributor or dealer, you don't just like. There's no deals. <laughs> there's no deals. <laughs> no, like it's just like you call. You know, you can talk. It's not like you can just convince somebody. From ordering, you know, 100 or something to 500 or something. Like, that just, there's just no, you know, huh. And there's no hobby show anymore where you go and, uh, you know, make these big deals. Because Chicago show was like a, you know, that was where, you know, that was a that was a big, uh, big deal. <laughs> yeah, uh, like, it was kind of, kind of interesting as we did that. No, you know, we but, went, we went to Illinois for that. Yeah. that horizon show and it oh, just yeah, bring, right. brings brings back so many brings back so many like show memories yeah where, where was that like exactly like was it uh Cham champagne illinois which is the town that horizons in oh okay so it wasn't near rosemont no it was it was in oh wow Yeah, I remember the old yeah. days of, uh, you know, meeting up with, uh, with the Trinity booth and then, like, Horizon, there would be a meeting. Like, Gaudy, 
I have a meeting with Horizon at 1 o'clock. Get out of here. It is. Yeah. Don't embarrass us, Scotty. Leave. Go over to the Losey booth. Bug Jack Johnson. Tell him his game sucks. <laughs> it's true. He's like, so what do you think of this? Uh, there was a Team Losey RC racer for the PlayStation 1, and uh, I went over to the booth. And uh, I was playing it there at the low C uh, booth, and Jack's like, "So what do you think?" I was like, "Man, this is this is awful." <laughs> I'm like a snowman chasing me, throwing snowballs. What's going on here? I don't get it. He's like, "Well, I was just playing that snowball fight game that yeah. was going around on AOL. Remember that?" Uh, you ever had somebody send you the email where there was that um, there was a, a like a game you would play it was like sent through email and it was snowball sent if you google it huh. yeah you, they'd send you an email and it would say you know to play the snowball fight what should I google AOL snowball fight Let's see. Jason, you're going to kill these uh, people with the... Haven't you missed us, folks? You missed Jason pounding on the keyboard? Mm-hmm. You notice how the quality level of Jason's videos are, like, near perfect, and there's no sounds like that at all, but when it comes to the podcast, eh, fuck it. All right, the so, snowball... AOL snowball fight. Oh, this is it right here. Wait, this doesn't work. AOL. It's on YouTube. What did you uh, Google? Snowball Fight 90s. Snowball Fight 90s? I just, yeah, typed 90s because that's when it came out. Alright, so how do I... Hey, this is crazy. I never played this. I missed out on this. I told you. You're going to be playing this now. You're going to be playing this now. Wait, how do I play this now? I don't know. I'm sure you'll find a way. Wow, this looks awesome. This would have been so much fun. So uh, I guess... Were you, so you were playing against another user? I don't remember how it worked. I just remember getting it in an email and being like, what the hell is this? Hmm. Snowball and fight. Yeah, like this is like... If they probably reintroduced this and you know put you know a current spin on it, probably be popular. You know, have one of those little couple month runs where they make a few billion dollars. And um, <laughs> you're already over there figuring it out. I'm trying to read the comments here to see where I could. Oh, wow. All right, here's the comments. I used to love this game. Uh, this dude says, our, uh, I remember playing this when I was four. Damn. Couldn't beat the first level. I remember trying to play this game in the computer lab in school before they put web blockers up. <laughs> <laughs> I remember playing this when I was 35. 
one or two rounds to get my brain awake in the morning. <laughs> wow, this is crazy. Well, thank you for this. This is your birthday present to me. It is. You're uh, you're welcome. So this was on AOL Instant Messenger, or no? It oh. was just people. They would like send a forward. You could send a forward to an email. I think it was. So that's how you would. It would come in the email. And I, I want to say it would be like, oh, so and so sent you something, and you know, then you would click it, and it would be this game. Okay. Or the whole, yeah, it was it was an email type of thing. I have to look into this further. I, I could see you doing well with it. What was the little basketball game we were playing for a while that you? I was doing pretty well, and then all of a sudden you like blew everyone out of the water. Oh, that was on um, Facebook Messenger, wasn't it? Yeah. That was uh, pretty addicting because we were really going at it for a while on that. Yeah, I had a good little run and I did pretty well, and then all of a sudden, like you came back with like thirty more than me. I'm just like, all right, I'm out. <laughs> yeah, we stopped playing then. <laughs> I'm like, you know, I, you found those cheat codes. I, yeah, I don't even know how to uh, bring those up anymore. The games, maybe they got. It was like a link. Then. It was like a link or something that you sent me. <laughs> I could never find it other than that. Yeah. Those were good times. Here's games. Well, interesting. Snowball fight. Snowball, yep. There'll be people that recognize that. Yeah. So when when was our last show? Uh, Like two months ago. Really? Yeah, we took a summer break. It's too hot out to record. Yeah, especially when we record them outside. <laughs> yeah. A lot happened between those two months, but uh, everybody knows about all that right now. I guess you guys pretty much dominated all those races you went to, right? <laughs> Every race, yeah. <laughs> no, we had some ups and downs. Um, we got the one that we wanted, uh, the Roar, Roar Off-Road Nationals at Hobby Action. Oh, yeah, when was that? That was just recently. Yeah, it was um, a couple weeks ago. Mayfield uh, swept up, right? No, it oh. was uh, Spencer won Spencer won two-wheel mod, TQ'd won it, uh, Cavalry won four-wheel, and short course. Hmm. So we won three, three out of four modified classes. And uh, we won the two that we wanted, which was two-wheel and four-wheel. And uh, we kind of had to pull out all the stops to make that happen and um, got her done. Get her One done. of our pro- – probably our biggest win we've ever had uh, tire-wise. Oh, yeah. And uh, kind of coming uh, to a race like that. And uh, we're uh, tired of doing so well the last couple times we raced there. And uh, it, was, it felt good to, to kind of – finally get them well not finally but get them on that track and got got the victory done sounds great <laughs> oh ryan cavalier if you're listening i need a i need one of your uh buggy bodies oh any body really 
Any kind of Ryan Cavalier body will do. I need uh, actually send me two because I'll, I'll keep one here at the studio and then I'll send one out to a good listener of ours, Aaron Klein, who has a huge collection of bodies, but he does not have the Ryan Cavalieri body. Oh. So we need one for Aaron Klein, and he's a a longtime uh, patron of the show too. So help a brother out, Ryan. Longtime caller, first time listener. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so had a, yeah, the Nationals went really well. We were super happy, and then the guys just got off of uh, doing the Surf City Classic at OCRC, and we took three out of four there. Oh. oh wasn't three out of four. Wait, Surf City Classic, that was just... Uh, Over the weekend. Yeah, I'm shocked mm-hmm. you didn't go to that. Yeah, we went. I went to the Stock Nationals at that track earlier in the year, and then... Because yeah. I usually... Go ahead. That's why we took three out of four at, over there, because you didn't show up. <laughs> uh, well, no, I was at the Roar Nats. Oh, yeah, what the hell? Hmm. I guess that doesn't work. No. Well, we did have requests for you to stay away from the eight-scale worlds from one of the listeners. I saw that. Yeah. Was... It might be a good idea to do that, because, you know. It would save a lot of money for me not going. That, too. That's more money you could spend on uh, video games. Yeah, video games. Right. Absolutely. Yeah, so uh, Surf City Classic, Cavalry won, Stadium Truck, Short Course, Spencer won four-wheel, and Mayfield actually, he was leading two-wheel. That was just a single 10-minute main. He was leading. Hmm. Um, it was like two laps to go. He was coming in front of the driver's stand. Ty was in second. And Ty made a mistake, and like you were like, oh, it's over. Mayfield's going to win. Almost the exact same moment, Mayfield crashes. Oh, my God. And it took maybe a little longer um, to get Mayfield going than, than Ty because Ty ended up getting in the lead right there. And then just with a lap, lap and a half to go. So we were close to sweeping. And then Matt Gonzalez won stock truck, which was cool. Um, Matt kind of runs he, – he, he goes back and forth between mod and stock. This race he decided to run stock, and he ran well. That's it's, a J-concept driver? Mm-hmm. Oh, well, that's way cool then. Way cool? Yeah, not just cool. Way cool. God damn, we've been on a hot streak here. Maybe maybe you shouldn't do the show anymore. That would, it sounds like you're winning when you when we don't record. Yeah, when uh, when you know, we're recording. When you're able to concentrate on actual getting the team ready instead of recording. Yeah, when we can do some work, get stuff done. <laughs> Not just on the podcast all the time. Yeah. Or at monster truck races. I went to one of those. You did? Like a real one? Yeah. I've been to two this year. We went to Louisiana earlier in the year. Well, that was the Out. Hall of Fame, right? No, oh, no. Oh. <laughs> well, I thought that was the Bigfoot. I think you uh, some, big some show notes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know what? Actually, you're you're partially right there. There was a Bigfoot open house. Yes. And so that was in that was in June. I'm paying attention a little bit. But the actual event we went to was. 
Um, where did we go? That was in uh, Louisiana, you were saying. That's correct. That was the, oh, that was the uh, Bigfoot Invitational. No. <laughs> All right, well, I'm lost. Yeah, that's okay. So anyway, we went to North Carolina for the back-to-school bash, they call it. Oh, Gravedigger Dungeon? <laughs> no, Gravedigger wasn't there, unfortunately. Oh, okay. Well, you said North Carolina. I just thought that was... You, you know, just think Gravedigger. Yeah. So who else is in uh, North Carolina? Uh, as far as, like, people in the world or just... <laughs> trends? <laughs> Sounds like a question my mom would ask me. Well, I thought I thought I thought there was a certain brand of monster truck there besides Grave Digger. You know, I thought it was a home of. Uh, <laughs> who else know. is the home of? Yeah, North who else is uh, who else is there? Hey, wait a minute! Isn't this where you went to tour Penske with? The... That's correct. Ah, yeah. See, this, you're putting see. you're putting it together. I'm getting there. You're getting there. Yeah. And that's yeah. uh, Justin Doyle. So he so he works there. That's correct. Yeah. I didn't even know that until that post. I was like, I'm like, what? Yeah. I mean, what am I doing here? Doyle, you're a fan of the show. I've been putting out these shows for how many years now? I've been bringing all this entertainment and stuff to you. I'm not getting a tour of the factory. Well, you have to leave the house. Jason, well, <laughs> yeah, I guess that's true. But anyway. He can't still, bring the factory on. to you. Hmm. Well, maybe he could. I don't know. Yeah, he might be able to do that. Place is huge. I'm right down the road, uh, Justin, from uh, Jimmy Spencer's uh, home. So, well, where, where he, it's called it's called Spencer's Junkyard, and his family owns it. It's down is the that, road from me. Here. Is that Catawissa? Uh, no, this is in. Uh, it's near Chick Shinny. <laughs> believe it. Is not. that where? Does Kirby live there in Shikshini? This is what, yeah. This is probably uh, Kirby's. Well, actually, Shikshini might be slightly larger than Tower City, but but not by much. Maybe by two or three people. But um, right between Tower City and uh, Catawissa. Yeah. Right, Catawissa, right home next, of the Thunder Chicken. Right next to Berwick. There's a lot of things going on around this little shit area. You got Thunder Chicken, monster truck out of Catawissa, PA, and you got Jimmy Spencer. Who grew up here. And uh, has a junkyard. And has a junkyard down there where NASCAR drivers such as Tony Stewart and uh, some other dudes, I guess, used to come down there when they were going to Poconos race. They used to go to Spencer's junkyard and have a race in the junkyard in an oval. And well, that would um, actually be pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, uh, so, um, yeah, it's a shame I never got a tour of the factory, but you did. It seemed pretty cool. Yeah, it's insane. Uh, I used to like Justin. Yeah, I think he used to like you as well. <laughs> yeah, it was a absolutely it was a great time. We uh, had a couple of us in there. Uh, wasn't just me. He uh, offered that tour to others, uh, just not to you. So. Mm. Oh, so other people too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, great. <laughs> yeah, it's. Yeah, I mean, everything you've ever heard about these kind of facilities, you know, a lot of it comes true when you see, when you go there firsthand and you see how clean and organized and uh, nice these places are. I mean, it's, you know, everyone's just asking over and over again, so they work on the cars right here? Yeah. 
right here. You mean yes. right here? <laughs> because it looks like you know, it looks like you brought it into your living room, you know, with a you know a tile floor. It's, it's exactly what it looks like. Yeah, I mean, it's just that kind of clean. Yeah, it's immaculate. I saw the photos. It's crazy. So yeah, it's just it's it's kind of how you you wish you had things and um, or you dream about how you could have it or those. If I won the lottery, yeah. But but the thing is, even if you won the lottery, I don't know if it'd be enough to have all this. <laughs> yeah, like, I doubt it. Yeah, I mean, I don't think you could buy all this stuff just by winning the lottery. So, did that tour. Then we did the back to school bash monster truck thing there. It's right next to the NASCAR uh, track, racetrack. They have like a, they call it a dirt track because they run sprint cars and stuff there. But that was that was really cool. Hmm. It was like one of the biggest tracks that they race on all year. Um, had a big over-under jump for the real trucks, which is really cool. And they debuted a new paint job out there, the Bigfoot guys, which is a retro paint, but it looked really nice. Ooh. Um, so it was neat. Got got to check in with some of the guys we know. Um, they let me walk down onto the track prior to the event and I kind of got to check out some of the obstacles and see how big they really are when you're down there. Yeah, it's probably crazy down on the floor there. Yeah, the stuff is just gigantic. So that was a good time and then we boogied out of there and went to, we're kind of talking about this all backwards, but <laughs> boogied out of there, went to the Horizon show, um, set up, Fred set up, had our lot of nice stuff on display, just um, great looking cars we had out there. And then I went direct from there to the Roar Nationals, which we had, like I said, probably it's probably our best tire win we've ever had, um, considering competition and what we had to do to prep for that. And then from there, came back and had some stuff around here, a couple off weeks. Um, Thomas did Surf City. Uh, guys here did the Super Cup. I went out there on Saturday and had a good race at Beach Line. And, you know, that's on the turf indoor track. Mm. So, yeah, we were really happy. We, uh, I don't remember what the, the photo is here. We won just about every. I think we won just about every class at the Super Cup. Oh, God damn. Oh, you should at your race. Well, you know, you would you would think that that makes a lot of sense, but well, you know, we um, play around with the numbers on the computer. <laughs> well, you, you know, that's funny because it's like a, uh, this was in July. Um, again, we're doing this all backwards, but but <laughs> in July that's how we do this show. Dude. Yeah, we do it backwards. Uh, if you play it from backward from the back to the front, it'll make more sense. Uh, so, yeah, back in July when we did the J-Concepts race at Hobby Action, that's where Ty won all three classes. Ooh. So that's why I mentioned that um, getting ready for the Nationals, which was a month later, we had to do some do some work and get prepped up. And our some drivers, soul searching. <laughs> well, the, well, we had to do more than just soul search. Man, that's hmm. hard to say. Soul search. Soul search. Uh, yeah. 
so we did had to do a little more than that and we we got ready and, and we came back and had a great national so um but yeah like i was just saying that you're kind of joking you know winning your own race but you know ty dominated at our race at a hobby action which is embarrassing but at the same time it also legitimizes a lot of the races because um for competition to be able to come in and compete um and and win it also shows that they're that it's open to anybody right Mm, i don't know i don't think we should allow them to enter (laughs) (laughs) yeah i don't think his dad would Go for that. It's your race. You can do what you want. It's <laughs> my show. race. I can do what I want to. They show up at the front. Yeah, I like to sign up. Oof, I'm sorry. No, you guys aren't allowed. Sorry, sir. You're not a member of the J Concepts team. Sorry, sir. Park's closed. Loose up front. Yeah. Shit, told you. <laughs> Hit the trail of the Lonesome Pine, sir. Back to so, Canada you go. But anyway, we came back, had a great race there, and then Super Cup, like I said, we uh, Ryan Harris won 13-5 four-wheel, Lee Setzer won two-wheel mod. Ryan Harris, why does that sound familiar? He's a, he's a YouTube guy. You probably watched his YouTube videos. Oh, I did. The one with Justin Doyle's on. That might be it, yeah. So he won 13-5 four-wheel, Lee Setzer two mod. That's right, yeah. AJ... Two wheel stock, Billy Bruce, thirteen five truck, and then JR one four wheel mod. And uh, we had some guys running the independent classes that uh, you know, that's a non sponsored class, but they still a couple of them chose, you know, to use our bodies and stuff, which is cool. You know, we uh, in our photo we feature one of the guys that's a local there and you know, he was standing by the track. I'm like, Hey, jump in the photo with us, you we're using our stuff, so um so it was pretty nice. Welcome to the good old boys club. Right. Network. You're in. And, yeah, like I said. So uh, all these uh, results will be in car action with the ads and stuff? Yeah. That's uh should be out, uh, what month are we in right now? September. <laughs> should be in the December issue. Man. Of, uh, car action that thing's like a leaflet now i saw it at my grocery store i'm like this is crazy leaflet (laughs) you know compared to the old days i'm like wow this thing's like it's just stapled together now it's real crazy it's more of a it's more of a uh more of a pamphlet yeah like a pamphlet it's crazy man it's just it's almost sad too like when you think about it you're like damn i used to used to be so many pages now i think it was like I, i looked it was like 60 some pages Really? Yeah. Wow. And, uh, yeah, back in the day it was like 200 or something, I think. It was a great time. It was. Um, and to quote some people that I talked to in the industry last year, mm-hmm. it was much simpler time where it was very easy to market your product and get it out there for people to see. Yeah. Uh, because it was car action and um it was easy you know you had your product you had to get it in car action and that was um that was the entry point to show off your product yeah. um, now there's so many different ways with the internet and social media and videos and youtube and um it's it's much more difficult 
um, to decide. And um, but back in those days, Car Action wasn't afraid to charge you. You know, for a spread ad, I forget what it was, five or six thousand dollars a month wow. for for a spread ad. I think is what it was. And you had to be pretty um, choosy what you wanted to put in there, right? Yeah. I remember they used to show up at Trinity, like Steve Pond and a, and a whole crew from Car Action, to like discuss. I guess they would go in those meetings with Ernie to discuss, like you know, the the ad cost and what their plan out for the year is. And mm-hmm. that was crazy. It was like a big deal though. When oh, Car Action's coming today. Gotti, make sure you're hiding somewhere. Yeah, it was. It was. It, was, it is a big deal uh, when those guys were yeah. around because they were the po- that they were the entrance to get people to see your product and yeah. and they they were big wigs. Mm-hmm. Um, they were very important to the industry. I remember when I first saw Steve Pond, I was like, Oh my god, that's Steve! I saw that guy in a magazine. <laughs> it's like crazy. Yeah, Chris Cianelli. I I I did I ever meet him? Yeah, I I think I did. He probably I met him in Chicago. Yeah, that's where I met him then. Yep. Mm-hmm. Then he passed away uh, not too long after that, unfortunately. But good guy, man. Um, yeah, he was Car- so perfect for those late eighties, early nineties. He issues was with the way he looked and his hair. And yeah, his just... hair and his cars, and it was just yeah, yeah, it just worked. It did. And you're like, oh, that that dude's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Um. Yeah. So yeah, car actions. Those were big meetings when they showed up, and plus, uh, UPS was another big meeting. Yeah, they're you're always trying to get a better rate from UPS, and yeah, yeah people give us a hard time all the time, you know, about shipping rates. It's like, look, we don't. <laughs> oh, they still do. Yeah, they still oh, give. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's like it's like, hey, you know, we. This is what it costs. You know, it's just it's crazy. Yeah, I can't imagine what it is now. I mean, we're talking. You know, twenty some years ago, and people were bitching. Man, what's it today to cost something? You know, it's got to be outrageous. You know, there's some things that are very affordable to ship here and there, but man, you start adding a little weight, and you start wanting to ship it a little faster than ground. Whew. Oh, look out! Yeah, they're gonna get you. Anyway. Yeah, that was kind of our part of the good old days chat, I guess. But, yeah, I mean, I, I do miss the, the car action days and the Chicago show days. Uh, and they were they were um, intertwined. I remember meeting with car action at those events and them shooting your new products, and it was yeah. such a big deal. Oh, that's where you gathered to show your new products to these, uh, you know, to all these guys, car action horizon. Mm-hmm. Um it was uh, all the. It was nothing but meetings, really, for Ernie and them. You know, but, uh, yeah. We had a little. We had the booth, and then you had the little office set up, and, all, and, they, <laughs> and they all go in the office and discuss how much you're going to purchase of the, you know, D three. The new mid. The yeah, midnight. The midnight and the D three point five. Actually, the midnight motor. You know, I, I take credit for naming that, by the way. So. I remember that was. A, that's right. That's a good one. That's right. That was probably my favorite. And Ernie will back me up on that. Oh, that was your favorite name, Midnight? Yeah, I think it was. I mean, just, Wait, just the way it... That, man. You're talking to the guy that approved that name. Me. <laughs> I did it. 
I, I thought it was a cool logo, and um, let me see here. Let me see what it looks yes. like. See that? The one, the, the one ad I, I wish they would have went with, uh, we were coming out with the new Switchblade, you know, new, I forget what the hell it was. It was, you know, it was 2000. It was just getting ready to be the year 2000. And we're coming, trying to come up with a slogan, and I said to Tony P, I said, what about Y2K ready? <laughs> and he just didn't like it. I could see that. Yeah, so Midnight, I guess maybe what I liked about this one is it was dark. Is right. The label was dark. Um, you know, the logo, the bottom of the M has this, like, blood dripping from it, which mm-hmm. I don't know why that, like, why is midnight and the blood dripping yeah, off Yeah, I had nothing M. to do with that part. But um, I don't know why those relate so much, but it almost looks like they had another midnight. Well, what do you mean? Oh, there was a midnight, midnight too. too. Yeah. Oh, okay. There you go. High power, lower stock. I can't remember what the differences were, but uh, yeah. Brushes, springs, brush spring combo. Yeah. Mm, That'd be something else. Then there was the green machine. That thing was so ugly. (laughs) I mean, the whole end bell was green. I mean, the label was green. Those things sold like mad. Oh, Every, I bet you they did. Midnight Green Machines. You, you couldn't keep them in stock. Yeah, there it is, a Green Machine. Made so much Let's, money off that stuff. Green Machine 2. Hmm. Pretty nice. Green Machine 1. Yeah, that's a... That was a real popular one. I think that it probably was even more popular than the Midnight. Remember going to the track and seeing so many of those. I remember I used to, I raced for Reedy, and I was just like I couldn't believe all these people would buy these Trinity motors. <laughs> I would just I was like uh, you know what I was running I'm like why do people buy these things they're so ugly. Because <laughs> <clears throat> they work. Kirby yeah. hand tunes them. That's why. Maybe. The Green Machine. What was the other one? There was a, there was a Midnight, a Green Machine. Was there another kind of like a gimmicky uh, slot machine? Was that the original? Like of the gimmicky stock motors? Or or was it... Which one came first? Yeah, well, that... Um... I'm thinking the slot machine. I'm going to say slot machine, yeah. That logo with the, the slot machine handle. And... <laughs> it's got the two handles, that's right. Yeah. Yeah, it looks, to me, it looks like the, the most, the oldest looking one. So maybe it was slot machine. Green then machine. There, and then midnight, maybe something to that effect. I got too many chair shots of the head, I can't remember. But, uh... Got a few yeah. of those in the box somewhere here. I'm going to read these motors back in the day for stock. Man, they were pretty bad. I mean, that's why they were getting destroyed. Because, I mean, not only were these slot machines gimmick, or the these motors, Trinity motors, real gimmicky, but they were fast. That was that was why they sold so well. They were fast. And... 
there's one like a oh here's one they call true stock no one's buying that one stock star i don't even remember that motor stock star yeah i have never seen this thing before reedy stock star oh okay i was gonna say that was not a trinity motor there was uh, Mr. Outlaw Superstock. I remember that one. I don't know what that was, but yeah, they they had nothing for Trinity with the stock motors here. They didn't have the speed. They didn't have the look. There was no gimmicks. It was just like, oh, we also make a stock motor. Yeah. yeah. No, it's not gonna not gonna work. <laughs> Here's a Rage. I remember this one. Oh, Firehawk. This is the one I remember. Firehawk? So ugly. This is where they tried their best to have a gimmick, I think. Fire Chicken is what we called it. (laughs) Fire Chicken. (laughs) I love it. That would have been awesome, Dave. (laughs) You're like, what is this? (laughs) Fire Chicken. (laughs) Actually... I typed I typed that in Google instead of Hawk by accident. <laughs> I would have bought that for sure. <laughs> fire chicken. They, and then they actually made a shirt I think that had this Fire oh. Hawk logo. Which oh man, the Fire <sighs> Chicken shirt would be awesome. Come on, people, listeners. This is a let's let's rally behind the name Fire Chicken. Nice. This is actually a pretty nice looking. <laughs> they had the Conquest. This has got to be the. Oldest. I remember the Conquest. DS spec motor. That is so ugly. Yeah. Then this Conquest, which is okay, it's decent. Then you get to the Fire Chicken, and I mean the logo is so ugly. It's like they tried to make the top of the F look like a chicken. Or no, I'm sorry, hawk. Yeah, it was a hawk beak. The top of the F was a hawk beak, and then there was like these flame licks coming off of it. People are gonna be like, I'm gonna, I'm saving these photos too, so we can attach them, because people are gonna be like, yes, I want to see the fire chicken. Fire, yeah. Uh, what was the name of that motor? Fire what? Fire hawk. Uh, I gotta check this out. Team Associated. Reedy. I, I never buy associated stuff. And you're... That was all Trinity. Let's see. Mm. I was the opposite. <laughs> oh, my God. I, I remember this motor. Now when you see this... Yeah, well, you know. You weren't cool. Dude, it was... Yeah. It was... I remember the Firehawk now. Now that you... Hmm. I wonder who came up with er- those names. You're like, Ernie. They just came out with a new motor. It's called the Fire Chicken. He just probably laughed. These guys got nothing. This is actually the 1998 product catalog. This is these were the these modified motors though were dialed. <laughs> I think I think they had some of the best modified motors. Uh, during this time period with the the sonic stuff they were really nice yeah they had the 
the sonic, the trisonic, and the sonic 2. Those are great. The latest in technology and materials used by Masami Hirosaka to win the current four-wheel drive IFMAR World Championship. Best choice for off-road. Large Com. Lay-down brushes. 1.4 millimeter can. M magnets. Brush vibration dampening system. Torque-oriented armature laminations. Then we go to the Trisonic, used by Mike Swagger oh. and Masami to win the on-road world championship. So I hear they had an off-road world championship motor, an on-road world championship motor, and then you go down to the regular Sonic, which I think had the best-looking label. This one was really nice to have in the car. The first motor to use our large commutator, lay-down brush technology, used to win two IFMAR world titles. Oh. So, so just in these, just in these motors, we had two world championships there, two here, so that's four, five world championships just with those three motors. You go over hmm. to Trinity, go over to the Trinity site. It's just like there's no world championships, but all the sales. <laughs> <laughs> We were to bomb. You guys sold so many motors. It's pretty impressive. But batteries too, obviously. But man, dude, that motor department back then was just—I'm telling you—nonstop work. I mean, it was crazy. That's Kirby. He used to be back there. I mean, you had to pump out a lot of motors every day how it's supposed to be I worked in the Reedy Motor Department Yeah. I cut brushes and I soldered I welded the uh, do they call it a, there's like these tabs at the top of the armature mm-hmm. that once they get done winding it then you have to fold the tabs in and then weld the top Right. I, I, I did the welding and I cut brushes yeah. I did that during the summer of 1995 Oh, nice. It was the summer of 1995. It was. Hanging out. I'm feeling alive. Working out associated, making motors, building motors. The summer Pract- of 95. It's not a summer. Practicing. It's the summer of 69. Oh, that's it. Brian Adams. Hmm. Here's a Here's a brand new fire chicken in the box. On eBay. How much? Oh, no. It didn't go to eBay. Oh, well. No. Goes to a lot of Reedy products, though. Summer of 95. Yeah, that was a great time. That was a great time. Damn, that was a great time. What else happened in 95? I live in the 90s every day of my life. Do Yeah. I just want to go back to the 90s and just hang out again. Screw this. <laughs> if you could go back in time, that's what you would do. Yep, 1990. So 90 would be it? Yeah. Yeah, I would start right, right at 1990. I'd probably... Let's see. Was it the 1990 Dirt Oval? 
Norca Dirtable Nationals at Coopers in in uh, Virginia. Yeah, I go there. Joel Johnson was there. Ooh. But uh, I would I would do some uh, I would do some things a little differently to uh, you know change the. Uh, do things a little differently to change the uh, future. Okay. But yeah, Dan, there were, there was some. Oh man, so much fun. I I, I I sound like these old. I sound like an old man when I talk to these kids that are in their twenties at the store or whatever. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, dude, just stay single through your twenties, bro, and just have freaking fun and party. You know, some, some of these guys will be like, oh, man, my girlfriend's, you know, I'll go to the store here and the guy's like, oh, my girlfriend's giving me hell or something. I'm like, dude, just, I'm like, just like, yeah, I'm like, how old are you? He's like, oh, I'm yeah, 22. And I'm like, dude, just, who cares? Yeah, I'll take, the, take my advice. Yeah. Dump her. And just party, man. 20s is the best time of your life, man. Anybody gets married in their 20s is a moron. <laughs> you got like half the show insulted now. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Mm. Yeah, I was uh, I was at the barbershop last week and I was talking about that. And uh, the one dude there was like, oh, uh, I got married when I was 25. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, I was like, oh, well, sorry about that. He's like, no, it's all right. He goes, I got divorced two years later. I'm like, well, see? See, <laughs> proves my point even more. So here we got, um, in 1995 history snapshot, we got, uh, um, while visiting the Washington, D.C., Russian President Boris Yeltsin was found on Pennsylvania Avenue drunk in his underwear and trying to hail a cab in order to find pizza. What? <laughs> yeah, that was in 95. Oh, my God. <laughs> the top song was One Sweet Day by Mariah Carey and Boys to Men. One Sweet Day. The Not big day. movies included Toy Story, Batman Forever, and Apollo 13. Wow. The price of a postage stamp was 32 cents. Yeah. Apple Macintosh computer was $2,099. The <laughs> world. World population was five billion six hundred sixty-two million. Is that correct? So that would be. Um, I don't know. I think that's billion. I'm not good at math. Yeah, that's five billion. Uh, U.S. life expectancy: male seventy-two and a half, female seventy-eight point nine. Six years longer for a woman than yeah, a man. What, what gives there, man? That means you should marry six years younger, right? No. I don't. I don't advise any of that. <laughs> 37 Americans were killed by tipping over a vending machine between 78 and 1995. <laughs> we got to ban vending machines, dude. Tip it over a vending machine. Makes you kick them. Makes you kick them. The Macarena is a Spanish dance song by Los Del Rio that was a genuine hit through 97. Wow. Probably second only to Chubby Checkers the Twist when it comes to dance hits. Oh, my God. 
Uh, World Series champions, Atlanta Braves. Super Bowl champions, ooh, ooh. 49ers. Oh. Kirby makes an appearance. NBA champions, Houston Rockets. Us because Jordan was retired. Mm. And then the Stanley Cup champions, New Jersey Devils. Oh, that's uh, Kirby's yeah. other uh, favorite team. He was he was big in the nineties. Uh, Corey Pavin won the U.S. Golf Open. Pete Sampras, Steffi Graf won U.S. Tennis. Big names there. Wimbledon, Pete Sampras, Steffi Graf, NCAA football, Nebraska, NCAA basketball, UCLA, Kentucky Derby, Thunder Gulch. Hmm. Um, famous quotes from '95. Uh, Houston, we have a problem by Tom Hanks, Apollo 13. I guess that's me too. Yeah, yeah, I got boxes. So, um, it's I, I didn't know this. So, Houston, we have a problem. Right. That was the movie quote. Well, the actual quote was Houston, we've had a problem here. So they changed the quote to make it more, I guess, simple, memorable. Oh. Wow. Jeez. Um, a little robbed? Yeah. I, I thought that was a quote. Oh, well. So uh, another famous quote, no soup for you. Oh, my God. Uh, from Seinfeld. Yeah. Um, how about this one? Famous quote. If it doesn't fit, you, you must, must have quit. quit. Yeah. I was glued to that trial. I know. We've talked about that several times. Yeah. It is. It was so... Me and my sister, every day, we were glued to it. I don't know why it was such a big thing, but it was. I think it was like one of the first times they showed um, the courtroom on TV, right? Mm-hmm. So it was pretty like brand new. It was, it was like it was high profile. Yeah. They showed you the chase. You just were hooked, line and sinker into that storyline. Well, I don't know if it was a storyline, but it was a total story. It was a soap <laughs> opera. I don't know if it was scripted there. Well, Jason, what are you opening up there? A brand new product coming in? <laughs> no, some of our uh, some items I ordered for. For a project we're working on for the Vintage Nationals. What? Hey, when is yeah. the Vintage Nationals? That's coming up, right? It's like two weeks away, yeah. Is uh, Eric Record still running that? As far as I know. And that's up at the RC Madness, right? No, it, well, oh. it's, um, it's at RC Excitement. RC Excitement. Mm-hmm. Okay. I thought it was RC Madness. Good deal. I forgot all about the Vintage Nationals. Sorry, uh, Record. Yeah, he usually likes to come on the show and pump it up, but yeah, he's, he's why well, he gave up on the show. He gave up on you and after the show. We, after <laughs> we dissed him for like two years, he's just like you know, ah, screw those guys. But, you know, what are you gonna I do? You come on and talk about the same it. thing overnight. It's like yeah, I'll promote it for you, bro. All five of our listeners will go out there, and you know, maybe they'll go out there to that the Avengers night. All five. Yeah, I think we're down to five now. Had a few deaths. Eleven deaths. Yeah. Eleven. Uh... My aunt passed away. She was a listener. It was at 11 for quite a while there. Yeah. But, I mean, that's we lost like half of our people. No, oh, we lost record. 
don't know why this is so funny. <laughs> Maybe I'm going another box here. Uh, yeah, I'm really pumped up. It's always fun to get something in the mail, isn't it? Or shipping UPS. Well, yeah, it depends. I was going to say, it depends what it is that you're getting in the mail. Well, yeah, like, uh, <laughs> here's I got I got one of these in the mail. Report to Lake County's clerk's office. Yeah, th- those aren't good for, ones. For jury duty. Oh, yeah, I always I always get out of those. What, out. what do you do? I just tell them I'm, I'm not going to be around. Well, I've tried that. It worked for me. I don't know. I just told him, hey, I'm, I'll be away at that time. So got me a pass. I think three times I got out of jury duty already. Hmm. One time I just said I had to take care of my, you know, my elderly grandmother. Which is true. Yeah. Which, yeah. yeah. I think I got out of it as long as I could, and now they're just, they're just intent. Um, You're like, all right, buddy. Yeah, let's, they're they're gonna show me who boss is now. Let's get in here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, once they find out you're a Jordan fan, they'll let you go. That's true. That's why I kind of thought to wear like wear the wear a shirt or something. Yeah. Well, if anybody asks about me, you don't know me. I, I that's my standard answer. Yes. <laughs> Gotta keep hiding. Don't know him. I've changed Don't. my I changed my name multiple times and got caught every time. No. Hmm. Okay, let's see here. Yeah. So anyway, 1995. That was a good year. Yeah. Let's go through them all now. Let's start. Let's see. We're gonna start with questions. 96. Anyway, the 90s just rolled, and if you didn't live through the 90s, then missed out. Do you think everybody feels that way about their the the time period they grow up in, or whatever the case may be? I don't think so, no, because I've run into a few people who are like, oh, really? You liked high school, man? I, I, I hated it. I'm like, are you kidding me? That was the, it was so much freaking fun. It was unbelievable. <laughs> I loved it. Really? I hated high school. Loved it. Perfect attendance right up until my senior year. Couldn't wait to go to school, just hang out with friends. Never really? Caused, yeah, I never caused any trouble. I just, you know, just like to be in there. Didn't put a real effort into it, other than it just, I just. Was, You're like, I was there, of course. For yeah. I was, I was good. I was good. I, you can ask the teachers. I was, you know, perfect, but uh, just uh, didn't apply myself. And boy, does it show. All right. Uh... Wowzers. Yeah. Okay. Hey, what are you going to do? I'm being honest. Yeah, I, I hear you. I wouldn't change a thing, man. I'd go back and still have the same amount of fun and uh, put a, just as much effort as I did back then into studying. Which was uh, very little. Next thing. I just want to – dude – Hey, I did the exact same thing. Seriously, around that time in high school, I was nothing but RC, man. I just wanted to race. I wanted to get my car ready for the weekend. Yep. That's all I did. Yep. And I had dreams of just working for somebody in RC. That was it. I didn't care. Whatever. Whatever those other guys were doing, I didn't give a shit. I ain't going to college. Eh, Whatever. All right. What was I looking up on uh, Google? 
I was looking up something. We we're talking about the '90s, and uh... you were googling. Hmm. Yeah, I was googling something. I was going to look something up for you. You're going to check on our questions. Yeah. Um, oddly enough, they're like all video game related. I don't think we have one. I don't think we have one question for you. Yeah, I mean, I'm like, hey, you. if you got anything RC related, ask Jason, and then uh... yeah, everyone's just like, no, nah, I'm gonna, I, I want to talk about the other stuff. Well, that was Jake Ingstrom that asked if you if you're gonna stay home during the A scale worlds and not jinx anyone. And uh, I responded, God, I hope so. I am gonna go. Hmm. Uh, I'm gonna go to the worlds. Oh boy. <clears throat> yeah. Um, so you know who to blame if that don't turn out well. I know. I'm surprised Mayfield's going to let you go. <laughs> uh, Justin Doyle. You've heard of this guy. You've heard of him? Coming in strong. Uh, has Jason ever considered a test track at JC headquarters? I saw that. I actually, I did see that question come did, in. Did we answer this at one time? No, we, we have talked a little bit of, about it, but I think... I would love to have a track, but the problem is I don't think that it would ever really do you any good for testing because every track you go to is different. Yeah. So it's I I think what you would end up doing is spending more time working on the track to get it ready to do something, and then you would only be testing on that same track over and over again. So it's like... You know, say I went to Mayfield or somebody and said, well, at our track, you know, this was way better than this. And he would just be like, well, so? Yeah, that wouldn't work. This is a different track. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, I don't care what you found at home. It doesn't work over here. Right. Um, and that's what you have but, these team drivers for. You send them shit to try, and they report it back to you. Yeah, and, you know, a lot of experience plays into the role here. But I think there's nothing like uh, – there's nothing like actually bringing what you want to test to the track you want to test it at and run it during race conditions. Uh, there's just nothing like it. Uh, that's the only way to do it. It's the only way we've always done it. Uh, you know, if you if we want to test something, we go right to that location and we've you know we prep the track the way we think it's going to be prepped, and that's how we run it. And um, you know, Akasha cost you money to do it that way but it's the only way to do it you know especially if you have to travel there and, you know you know any of those type of things yeah but it really is truly the only way to do it and the usually the best time to test anything is after a big race and if you want to test like monday tuesday after the big race because then you get the big race condition the day afterwards that's why you see so many guys that teams or everybody i mean that's what we did in the 90s i mean they still do it today people think they're being so cool when they stay on monday after the race You're like dude we've been doing this since 1991 um but um but yeah that's that's why people do it is they um, you know they want to stay right after the race because the track got a chance to mature uh, kind of do its thing, and then you can usually test in those conditions, and that's when you want to know how your stuff's working. Um, you know, if you go out and test when the track is like brand new or super green, 
it only gets you so far. That's why you go to some of these races where you see locals really fast, because uh, especially if it's an indoor track, because they dial into that track over and over again. The conditions are the same, the track is the same, and then they get quick. But if you change the layout on them and you start with a fresh surface, you usually throw them off quite a bit. Um, but then you'll notice right when the track stabilizes, then they get fast again, and you know, then they're usually... You know, you have to reckon with them. But usually, you know, when you, you can throw these guys off by putting in a fresh track and and uh, those are the locals. The people that travel in are just like, oh, so this is how it is? All right, I'll just start running. And, and you know, they get dialed in and then <clears throat> and what it is is what it is. And then you know, nothing really changes for them until the track starts changing. Then all of a sudden they're like, oh, I didn't know it changes. And then the you know, then the locals are like, oh, yeah, this is how we like it. Yeah. So I would love to have a, my own track, but I would honestly, what I would like to have my own track for would just be my own running. Just something that was prepped nice that I could go drive whenever I wanted to drive and and just to have fun with RC, really. You know, of course, if you, you can make a carpet or astroturf, and you could test for carpet or astroturf. Um, but that's not my favorite kind of racing, so I probably wouldn't do that intentionally. Hmm. Um, and I mean, when I was a kid, I had my own track in my backyard, and it was so hard to keep that thing maintained. Because uh, at the time, I had my local track in Orlando was closed down, and the track in Tampa was closed down. They were like rebuilding or changing something. So it was the summer, and I was like, well, I'm just going to build my own track. And and I'd go out there and work on that thing and you know prep it, work on the jumps and water it and get really? it get it get it oh yeah, I'd get it ready and then I'd go practice and trash my car, huh. and you know then I'd go back in work on my car get it ready to go again, and then by the time you know that happens you're in Florida so it rains and your track is junk again, <laughs> and then. And then you have to repeat the whole thing over again. You know, it's like, all right, if, well, if I want to run tomorrow, i got to work on the whole track again and get it ready. <clears throat> I remember I had kind of a um, – I kind of had like a cool layout. I think Paul came one time when I had my backyard track, and he ran a little bit. But wow. he, was never, he was never big on driving on sort of like a – I don't know what you want to call it, a backyard track. Like he was more of like a – had to be perfectly groomed. For I want this to be a better track than this. <laughs> <laughs> I was a little bit more of a basher. I was like, eh, this is good enough. I'll run. He's just like, ah. Mm. He's like, oh, God. He's like, man, this stuff's going to get all dirty. That's how I'd be today. If somebody asked me to come run, I'd be like, but really, how are you prepping the track? <laughs> oh, boy. So prima, different. Prima donnas. Yep. So yeah, it's been good going through all that. But yeah, uh, having your own track would be great. Test track, I think, is a lot of work. The only test track I think that really makes sense to build for a manufacturer is a carpet or turf track. Yeah. Then I think you can you can repeat things over and over again, and you can 
you can really do a lot of testing there. But if you really are, you know, if you're trying to do dirt, oof, you're going to dial into that one dirt, and that's pretty much it. Hmm. I think it's cheaper in the long run to just go wherever you want to go to test. You gear up for that test. You make the track the way you want it. You get what you want to know. And when you're done, you're done. It costs you, you know, some, but, you know, it's it's only, you know, very small in comparison to what it costs to have your own track and maintain it. Yeah. Yeah, it sounds, sounds like it. it. sounds like it'd be, oh, it'd be cool to have your own track at the, the factory, but, uh, yeah, really... I, I don't. Losey's yeah. never had one back in their heyday. Associates never had one. Yeah. Um, Trinity never did. But they, but they've also, uh, they also were near really nice tracks. Yeah. So it was for them. I guess you could say for Losey, they did have their own track. It was called the Ranch Pit Shop, but it wasn't on their the property of the factory. Right. Absolutely. So they had to go there, and still, it was almost like they ran it as a separate entity anyway. So it was almost like going to someone else's track. Trinity had English Town, and, and to bring and to bring up to bring up something we said earlier to you know you win somebody else's uh, you win somebody else's race or you win on someone else's track. Well, I remember Associated used to do so well at Losi's track. Oh man, they used to kill them there when we used to go. You know, in that '90s time period, you know, '93, '94, yeah, those were wars. We used to we used to dominate there at the ranch, um, and the race that they won was the Worlds with Kenwald. That was the only one that they really won in those days when we were battling there. That's amazing. Um, and you know that was great. I mean that he won that race. That was probably their best win of all time. I would assume being on their track, and the fact that they never really did all that great there to begin with. And, and their first world title, right? Yeah, and their first world title. I mean, that has to be pretty memorable uh, for Junior and those th- those guys. Damn. Does Jay Concepts has his own version of Area Fifty One? Um, uh, not really. We have areas that we don't really want people to go into when they're here or they're visiting. Um, if people schedule with me and they want to come, um, you know, visit us, I usually let them come through. But we'll have we'll cleaned up a little bit so we don't certain have, areas closed off. Or we'll clean up a little bit so anything we don't want them to see is not around. Hmm. Clearing the web browser history. Uh. Sometimes, <laughs> not at work. Not actually. I'm not really a click. Uh, quick, <laughs> quick. I'm not really a big web browse history <laughs> concerner. Uh, I don't even know how you say that. You got to set up a, like a little area that is just pretend. You know, like so when people come, they're like, "Oh, you can't go over there, man. We got top secret stuff going on." And you should have yeah. like a green glow coming from it or something, and like some fog. Mm-hmm. That whole area, if I remember correctly, because they've moved it since. Um, really, what it all that means is they have an area where they have their engineers. Yeah, it's it's an R and D department. 
Yeah, so they have a department where they have, like, you know, their engineers in there, and um, they just don't allow the general public to walk through their engineering department. Uh, You know, it's not like there's – it's not like a chemistry or, you know, some type of, you know, Frankenstein lab or something in there. But, you know, it's computers and uh, offices and cubicles and, you know, there's – 3D printed cars laying around probably and new cars you've never seen before but that's why I don't let you in there because they don't want people to see stuff that you're not supposed to see Um, the the whole idea of I think people there's a little bit of a misconception there's two reasons why people don't want you to see new things The, the first reason which has always been from Associated and drilled into me from Cliff Lett, is the minute you tell somebody you have a new car, the old ones don't sell anymore. Mm-hmm. And so you can't just go around telling everybody that you have all these things in development because everybody will say, well, I'm just going to wait for that. When in reality, they don't know when it's going to come out. So, you know... You know, I see people on the internet. They should just tell us that this stuff is coming. It's like, oh well, they, they, it's like you can't because, you know, it's like it's their product. They have the ability to work on it and improve it, and they don't have to tell you when the new one's going to come out. Mm-hmm. And when they're ready, they'll let you know. But before that, you have to take a risk like anybody else and, um, and buy something. You know, I think. <laughs> And in reality, you know, so then the other reason is, you know, technology. You know, you don't want somebody to see something, a little trick. You know, now today with people with their phones and photos and you walk through somewhere and you snap a photo of something and it gets back to your competitor and all of a sudden you guys are releasing the same little, um, uh, the same little hop up or same little part. Uh, you know, within a few days of each other, uh, you know, that stuff hurts because, you know, somebody sat there and changed something and designed it and, you know, then all of a sudden somebody sees it and they tell, you know, somebody else. And and it goes back back and forth, you know. Losi's going to feel the same way and these other companies are all going to feel similar. Seems like X-Ray is the one that kind of brags the most um, on social media. Like you'll have Hootie and the guys will they'll show a picture of a mold or a prototype and says, you know, something's coming soon. Um, they're the ones that seem to not care as much about that because they're proud that they made it and they, he wants to show it. And even if it's a prototype and. Which I think people like, but at the same time, I think they're also, you know, X-Ray, they release a new vehicle every year regardless. So, you know, there's already a 2019 two-wheel drive buggy coming out. And, you know, we're just just getting into September. You know, they've already said, released information about a 2019. So it's like, you know, end of last year, you got the 18. And it's already September, and you're already talking about getting 19. So uh, 
they're they're pretty quick about uh, wanting to turn around the numbers. We talked about this before, though. Naming strategies of the cars versus the your model strategy. And yeah. We sure did. Strategies yeah. and initiatives. Ooh. We'll talk about those in uh, their meetings. When you have meetings with big companies. When you're uh, in meetings. You know, I, don't, I don't know if that was in the initiative uh, previously or not. <laughs> you throw that word around a lot, initiative? No. All you gotta do in those meetings is just say, you know, it's all about finding the right balance. <laughs> you know what's funny is, uh, you can, you can say that a lot. You yeah. really can. That's all I used to say in the meetings, with Ernie. It's all about finding the right balance. What do you think, Gotti? Well, you know, I've been thinking about that a lot, and it really is just about finding the right balance. God damn, you're right, Gotti. <laughs> Now we know why we have you on payroll. We gotta find the balance. You know what's funny is there's a lot of truth to a lot of that. I miss uh, those Monday morning meetings with Ernie. <laughs> Monday morning comes storming in all mad. <laughs> Especially if we lost that weekend somewhere. Oh my god. It was a brutal. Oh, it was brutal. Yeah. Kirby never experienced that because he never lost when he went somewhere to race. So, well, when he raced and he only turned one direction, it's oh, easier. ouch, ouch. That was the Scott Hughes. What? Scott Hughes always said. What do you say about oval? It's like you know when you're traveling to a race, you never have to wonder what the layout's gonna look like. Hmm. I guess he's uh, right on that, but uh, there, back then there was a lot of a lot of strategy involved. There still is. And Kirby was the master of that. All right. Um, what was the other question here? Hmm. Oh, I guess we ran out of RC questions. Did Gotti ever beat Goals and Goblins? I have not. Did you ever play that back in the day? Goals and Goblins. No, Jason has not. He didn't play video games much. Uh, when you dunk on double dribble, is there a way to choose which slow-mo close-up you're going to get? Dan, mm. Not that I'm aware of. If there is, I was uh, never aware of that, and that would have been pretty damn cool to be able to go up for a dunk and then like uh, hit a certain button to do a certain dunk. Double dribble. We, set, we had a double dribble tournament in my neighborhood when that game was out. And uh, we had a lot of participants in that, and it was almost an all-day event. Double dribble. And it came down to a good friend of mine and me. And at the end, we were no longer good friends. Um, Justin Doyle has another question here. What is your early? Oh, here we go, Jason. This might be uh, you might be able to answer this too. What is your earliest memory of your first video game you rented? Mine was Tubin. Which I did rent Tubin. It was not one of my first. But Tubin was a lot of fun. You know what I remember? Paperboy. Paperboy? Is that the first one you rented, you think? It was had to be one of the one of the first. Because I had you know, bought a few games. Yeah. You know, like uh, did it come with Mario? Or did you have to buy Mario? 
Uh, I think it depends on what, you know. I don't. I don't remember. I thought. I thought it depended on what system you got, like, what package. Because <clears throat> one of them came with Rob and and some other game, and I don't remember mine coming with Mario. Yeah, I had that. You got the Duck Hunt and all that type of stuff. Yeah. But I remember. I remember. I, I want to say renting like Paperboy. Renting Paperboy. I rented mm-hmm. Gotcha as a paintball game. Well, I think I remember that. Yeah, that was my first one. Damn, gotcha. I remember that. I was like, oh, I gotta play this game. It's gonna be so awesome. It's paintball. <laughs> gotcha. That was a movie too, wasn't it? Gotcha. Mm, that I don't know. I think in the eighties. Not big into look. movies. You know me in movies. Fast forward through them. Yeah, this is a movie. Oh, gotcha. Mm-hmm. 1985. Wow. They probably had some kind of lawsuit over this deal. <laughs> Check that out. It's gotta be on YouTube. It's an action comedy starring Anthony Edwards and Linda Furin. For Furiento. Hmm, whatever. It's the same guy that directed Revenge of the Nerds did this movie. It's kind of a cool, like, cover like a what would be like the banner or whatever you want to call it yeah i remember seeing this it was okay movie so there you are justin doyle i i rented gotcha and jason rented paperboy did you play paperboy in the arcade where you had to hold the bike handles and i don't think so that seemed like a pretty big commitment Did you just go to the arcade, like, in the mall and just stay there for hours? That's what I did. You know, I don't remember. Like in the 80s, you know what I mean? I, the the arcade was it was a lot further away for us. Was it? Yeah, so, like, I never really got to go there unless we were going there for a movie because it was at the mall. So if we went to see a movie, like, I could go in the game room for a while. But... Uh, I know Paul said that it would see where he lived was a lot closer to the small, so he would go there and play. And I'll I'll tell his story for him. He when he was going there a lot, he said that he was playing a guy. Uh, they're playing um, not Mortal Kombat. Was what, what was the fight game before that? Street Fighter. I mean, it could have been yeah. I think Street Fighter and. He said this guy just he'd go there all the time and you know a bunch of bunch of quarters and this guy would just beat his ass every you know every time he was there he said this guy was there every single time playing street fighter and this guy would just kick his ass every single time so he said he he said he would just he practiced more he just went there even more just got better and better at street fighter and Finally, he went there, just beats this guy's ass, finally. And he said he'd never seen the guy ever again. Oh, my God. <laughs> I wonder what happened to him. I don't know. He said he'd, he'd kicked his ass at one time, uh, finally got him, and he said he never saw the guy ever again. Wow. 
just like this guy's got me. This guy's got me. Alright, Jason, I need to give away two items since we missed two months of podcasting. And the patron is over at patreon.com slash radio impound are getting ready to throw lawsuits against me. If I don't okay. get the prizes out. <laughs> so what we're gonna do you guys you listeners you just gotta trust me on this. I got you got I got your names in the random name the ninja name uh, picker or whatever you want to call it. Generator. I got all the names in here, and we're going to hit one of these. I'm going to give away two prizes. Uh, the one prize I have is because I got some vintage stuff here because I have a body here that is uh, – I sent the photo over to you, and I'm like, who the hell's body is this, Jason? I can't I, don't, I can't read the writing. I don't know whose it is. Don't recognize the paint job, and you said it was. Tanner Denny. Tanner Denny's from when he was with Associated. Mm-hmm. Now he's over at uh, Team Losi, as I like to call him. Yeah. I don't think Tanner will mind that we give away uh, the associated body. Nope, absolutely you will, not. You will have a vintage Tanner Denny body. And that goes to, let's roll this button here. James Headfield. It goes to Jason Rona. Yes. We don't have to ship that too far. Jason Minich, you're the okay. winner of the Tanner Denny Vintage Autograph Body. Nice. And then uh, Jason has something to give away, too. Um, have you come up with something to give away at the factory there? I got a lot of stuff. We can I got buy. a lot of Ryan Mayfield stuff, too. Like from Remember you sent me a bunch of those bodies from the warehouse? Mm-hmm. That's vintage because I think that was Losi stuff, right? Could be. There was one we did wasn't associated once. Yeah. Yeah. Send, give away some of those. Some of those? You know how much it costs it is to ship this stuff out? Yeah, I know I shipped it to you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, I don't know what to give away. Give away yes. first. First, give away the Mayfield body. And then we'll pick, let's pick another person after that. We'll I'm do three giveaways. Three giveaways? Okay. So yeah. I'm giving away a Mayfield uh, vintage Losi body here? Yep. All right. Truck body. Are you putting it in the uh, generator? It's, right a, it's our Random names are already in there. I just had to make sure I removed Jason Minich. Can't have him winning again. It'd be an uproar. Fans would be very pissed. Woody Garwood. All right. Woody Garwood. Yeah, I know he's great. Great guy. Woody has been here since day one. Day one. Yeah, great guy. That'll be a good, good gift. Yeah, you can hang that up and uh, put it with your collection there. And then one more. All right, one more. What am I giving away there? Something from the factory there? Yeah, I'm gonna give away some uh, race. Race run tires from the Roar Off-Road Nationals. Oh. And there will be something else with it, too. Oh, so we got... This is going to one person. Yep. One patron over at patreon.com slash radio1pound. Go over there now, sign up, and you, too, can win prizes. Cannolis. Cannolis. 
put some cannolis in the tip jar. And I do have your names in here multiple times for the different tier levels, so uh, don't freak out on me, guys. I got you covered. That's right. I got you covered. All right, and the next name is... Scott Marinick, if I'm pronouncing that correctly. Scott Marinick, congratulations. You will be receiving a raise prize from Jason Rona and the crew over there at jconcepts.net. Go show them some love. Buy a bunch of stuff. Scott Marinick. You know Scott? Uh, the name actually does sound familiar. All right. Supporter of the show. Thank you very much. Thanks for everybody sticking by us. Putting up with our summer break. Got a lot of emails here, Jason. I'm looking through them right now. A lot of pissed yeah. off people. You haven't answered them yet? Nah, I just ignored them. Ah, okay. Mark, I marked them unread. Just let them go. Oh. No, there's an interesting feature in my fantasy football, uh, in my fantasy football uh, chat on Yahoo.com. Okay. You can send a message. So, in other words, if I, if me and you were in there and I send you something and I'm like, oh shit, I didn't want to send that to him, I could, I could just take it back, and you'll never <laughs> see it. Why? That's the coolest feature in the world. Like, why isn't that around in, on everything, like Texas and everything? Yeah, but once they see it, it's too late, right? Obviously. Yeah, obviously. Like, it, so, it shows it. It shows if he's seen it or not. Like, you know, on our Facebook Messenger and stuff. Yeah, yeah. So if he didn't see it, I could delete that message retract. and I never see it. You can yeah. retract. Retract. Yeah. It's crazy. I was like, wow, this is pretty cool. It's a nice feature. I think that's all we got. That was episode 179. Jason's busy. He's got to get back to work. Allison's fuming over there. She's sending me text messages saying, you know, let's go, guys. Hurry it it's up. Like, um, it's like, hurry up. Yeah. And you're getting ready to go to the Turf Nationals. Yeah, we're leaving tomorrow morning, um, Thomas and I. Thomas, yep. And then uh, Spencer's going to meet us over there. Oh. And we got uh, Alex K. also going to be in, meeting us. That's in his uh, home turf right yeah home turf get it turf <laughs> yeah, yeah he's comedian mm. so yeah um it's gonna be a great race uh, looking forward to it the weather's looking good right now yeah it's gonna be really hot well actually no i think it's gonna cool off by the weekend perfect yeah it's been uh high 90s here and humidity's been unreal and uh but i think by friday it's supposed to get down to almost like 75 80 so i think it'll be pretty good Excellent. Yeah. Hey, how many turf tracks are there on the East Coast now? You got RC Madness with one. Uh, I, uh, I can't really count them all, but I know that many? You got a yeah. few down there in Florida? Uh, one here in Florida, but uh, all of, most people tell me almost every track in the Northeast is carpet or astroturf now. There's only wow. like one. There's only like one dirt track left. One. <laughs> one dirt indoor track, as far as. Well, oh, okay. Yeah, one dirt indoor track. I think there's actually more than that, but God, I've been, I mean, LCRC is yeah. still dirt. Well, but that's you know, I was referring to indoor. Oh, okay. Well, this one yeah. up here in uh, RC Madness is outdoor, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so we got that one. We got uh, yeah, got a oh, WFO, there's a lot. WFO Raceway. He's coming. Dude, he went all turf. I, I, that track looks amazing. He's coming to our race. 
Oh, he is going up there, Brian. Mm-hmm. Oh, Thomas said hi. He already said that he's taking me down in the uh, 40 plus class. Yikes! What do you mean by that? He said he's gonna destroy me on the track. Well, I wouldn't doubt that. He's. <laughs> hey, speaking of that, you know, like uh, you know, crashing all the time and stuff, you know, like I did back then. I see Traxxas has a freaking truck coming out that flips itself over or something. Uh, yeah, and that's not. What? The? That's that's not new. Uh, they've they've had that feature well, no, I think on. Tyco's done it. Well, no, they, they've had that feature on many of their cars um, the last several years. Oh, so what's like an arm come out and then just flip? No, 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 no. <laughs> that would be the '80s version. Yeah, um, that's what I, I that's what I thought it meant because it said self writing. Well, what it does, yeah, what it does is it just it just goes. Full throttle, forward, backward, forward, backward, forward, backward, until the thing flips back on its wheels. And oh, that's what us hacks did when we landed yeah. on our lids. The hacks with reverse. So it's going to sit there and just, yeah, until it catches and then flips over. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. That's not yeah, cool. it's, it's not as trick as it sounds. Yeah, I thought an arm uh, came out instead of flipped it over. The I just picture like Robocop. <laughs> like Robocop comes out of nowhere and flips your car over for you. Yeah, that's what I thought when I when I read this thing on uh, Live RC. I was just uh I just briefly read it. I get bored quickly. I didn't read the whole article, but I, I was like, it must have an extended arm. God, he's like, I'd buy that for a dollar. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, I will write this ship. Because <laughs> they have that little speaker that makes noises that sound like a nitro truck. I could see like a little yeah, robotic it could, sound. Yeah, start talking. so funny oh no <laughs> don't worry i got you oh, self-writing <laughs> trademark copyright <laughs> traxxas <laughs> robocop traxxas here to the rescue Crazy. Well, I just had to ask you about that. That's one piece of a piece of news I saw. What a piece of news! Yeah, what a piece of news. Okay. So turf nationals, Jason would be there signing autographs, eight by tens, handing them out for a price, of course. And uh, and then after turf nationals, uh, vintage nationals. Are you going to that? No, we but we have that? a we uh, we're working with a. Uh, a guy that's going to debut a vintage um, build that we're working on together. Oh, okay. So we actually are going to have a vehicle there that uh, you know we worked on with Jason Santos, guy that uh, runs a lot of vintage, does a lot of vintage online, and uh, we've been working on a project together, and it's going to debut 
at the Vintage Nats. He's, ah. uh, so we've made some custom parts for this. Uh, he's done some anodizing. We did some paint jobs, some decals, tires. We, you know, God we got damn. a really, um, you know, we put together a really nice, well, should be a really nice looking ride. Uh, I am the J Concepts. Vintage BJ Warren. Flip me over. <laughs> Well, actually, it doesn't say to flip me over. It automatically flips you over. Self-writing. In progress. <laughs> Traxxas, I tell you. They got some nice stuff. That's um, what you were reading. What you were reading was the Traxxas Rustler 4x4 is coming out. Oh, yeah, that's it. Yep. <laughs> And that's a feature on the, some a lot of their new vehicles. So. God damn, that's wild. Yeah, people are, you know, that was obviously a complaint. When I get so far away from my car and I crash, I have to go all the way over there and get it. Oh, okay, so this, right. So when you're out there just running around yourself and this happens, you could. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. <laughs> it goes into a tizzy until it flips over. Right. Well, that's interesting. They're very innovative over there at Traxxas. They got some nice stuff. Really nice stuff. God damn. Yes, we do. <laughs> TeamTraxxas.com The team to watch. Yeah, that's right. The team to watch. Now they are the fastest name in radio control. That's their tagline. Oh, is that what that is now? Fastest yeah. name in radio control? Mm-hmm. Because they do, you know, fat boats and everything, so they're fastest in everything. Pretty uh, much, probably. Well, I don't think they have to actually be the fastest to claim that as their tagline, but yeah. that is their tagline. <laughs> and the kids like it. They get some, yeah. <laughs> Where Associated is fast. No, okay. Wait, fastest uh, at the world. No, no, no. It's, uh, theirs is World Champion RC Cars. World, yeah. World champion radio control cars. How many are they up to now? Like thirty something, forty. Um, good question. God, it's crazy. I bring the hard hitting questions. Multimedia. I gotta figure out where this is at. You know, it's gonna be somewhere here. That's yeah, all right. Who cares? I was just wondering. Now I want to know. <clears throat> I, I want to say Reedy is I want to say Reedy was like 27 or something like that um you know it remember the old couple that used to raise Traxxas only yeah the McMillans that's it that's the name I see them on the 96 Nats on the uh on the YouTubes there really yeah they were there they don't they're commenting now Oh, no, no. I'm just saying. I saw him in the video. Oh, okay. Yeah. They can't be alive now, can they be? That That's what I was thing. wondering. <laughs> oh, jeez. I was like, yeah, they were old when I... In, the, in 1995, they were Yeah, old. they were really old then. They were featured in uh, RC Car Action. I think mm-hmm. they did an article on them. I was like, oh, that's pretty cool. And then you see him at the 96 Nats, you're like, oh, wow. That's, that's... See, I worked 96 Nats into this, episode 179. Yeah, I, it's unbelievable. Never ends. How you can get that Deal in with there. The people. I gotta find out this world championships before we sign off too. I'm That's not find that important. I was just wondering. 
Well, it's gonna bother me. You sure they have it on the shirts now and stuff, right? Mm, not all the time. It, it, you know, and this is kind of difficult to say, but it used to be a much bigger deal to claim you were a world champion manufacturer. Right. It's difficult to say that, but it's true. And, and a lot of it comes down to uh, everybody moves on so quickly now. Mm-hmm. And then also there being world championship events out there that just, to me, don't matter at all. Um, like they just had one in South Africa for 12 scale. And now the guy that won, you know, certainly is a great driver, but the race had like 17 entries or 20 entries or something like that. Wow. Yeah, it's just, and, and, and none of like the hot shoes were running. Like the, we'll call them the hot, hot shoes. The guy that won is obviously very talented and good, but if everybody would have ran, he wouldn't have won. Oh. Um, and then in touring car, the best, probably the best two asphalt drivers were running, which was Bruno Coelho and then um, Ronald Volker. Volker TQ'd, Bruno won, but um, the Infinity team didn't go, and some others, and it just, mm. it just loses. It just has lost so much over the years. You know, it used to be such a big deal to win the Worlds, like we talked about earlier with Losi winning their first. I mean, it was just huge. Yeah. And now it's just like, oh, you won the Worlds, cool. And like a week later, it's like, all right, no big deal. It's like I'm going to Associates website and trying to find. Um, you know, how many world... Oh, here we go. Boom. Yeah, 28 for Associated. Oh, 28, okay. Yeah. 28. All right. There you but, go. you know, it, it's just, it's tough because this really should mean so much uh, that you were able to win uh, all these worlds, be on top of the game, but in today's day, it means much less, unfortunately. Yeah, it's weird, isn't it? Like, how the hell, like, why did that happen? What changed? Well, the the frequency of more being more events, um, and then adding classes that to me don't belong to don't um, don't deserve to be world championship level classes, and then worlds where people not everybody participates. That's why it doesn't mean as much. So when you have too many of something and you have some that don't matter because not everybody's there and then you have some that just don't belong being world championship classes, then it kind of dilutes the whole thing. Yeah. Hmm. So, yeah, it makes it kind of rough. Um, I mean, they had a 13-5, 12-scale demo class at the Worlds, and they X-Ray's claiming that as a world title. Oh. They're like, well, yeah, we went we went to... it was a, They called it a demo class. And, demolition? <laughs> and they're claiming it as a title. Then, then they had a Formula One demo, and they're claiming that as a title, too. Uh, when they should have never, they shouldn't even have twelve scale to begin with. They should have cut twelve scale 
from the worlds a long time ago. Uh, the only ones that matter, we'll just start with that. Here's the only world titles that matter. Two-wheel drive buggy, four-wheel drive buggy, one-eight scale buggy, and touring car. And one-eight scale on-road. There's only five of them that actually count, in my opinion. The 12 scale doesn't count anymore. This 200 millimeter BS mm-hmm. on-road, that doesn't count. Um, and there, there's some fifth scale like not the fifth scale like we've been joking about it's like the fit like the most like u- ugly looking fifth scale cars you've ever seen um they have a world for that oh boy and, you know, it gets like you know 13 entries Jeez. Um, yeah they gotta do something about this i agree it's it's if, if more right Mm-hmm. Well, what's going on over there, man? Jeez, come on, guys. I don't know. That's a whole nother show. It's a whole nother show. But there is ways to correct it. Just like Jason said. Yeah, I mean, they could cut out some of these that just don't matter. No. I mean, you can't go to South Africa and have a class that has... 20 entries, and then you have a secondary version of the same thing, 13, 5, 12 scale. I mean, that's just ridiculous. Yeah. God. Like I said, the only ones that count, two-wheel drive, two-wheel drive, drive, four-wheel drive, one-eight scale off-road buggy, touring car, and one-eight scale on-road. There's only five that count. I would agree with that list. And obviously, 12 scale mattered many years ago. Sure. Uh, Back in the but, 80s, 90s. Yeah, yeah. But there was a cutoff on that uh, to the point where it was just like, okay, okay, this is just no longer, you know, the tops. The other thing is if you're not, you know, I went one day and I'm like, all right, 200 millimeter on road car. Mm-hmm. You can't even buy one on A Main Hobbies. Like, hmm. So it's like they have a world for stuff that you can't even buy on, well, like, the biggest online, you know. It's like you, you might be able to buy a body. That's all you can get really is a body. Oh, my God. I mean, the whole purpose is, like, you know, win the world, sell your product. And, and exactly. That, that was the whole point before. That's why it was such a big deal. That's why it was hard fought. That's why it was contested. People make prototype stuff because you were battling for that name recognition that turned into sales and it's like when you're having this stuff and it's like it doesn't even (sighs) whatever yeah episode 179 and uh head over to jconcepts.net show jason some love he's giving you some time here all you gotta do is show him some love right jason that's right all right, guys. See you for episode 180. Woohoo! Milestones. Big numbers. Big numbers. Getting there.